Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Bandwidth for Twit Specials is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. Welcome to WonderCon for another Twit Live special. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Sarah Lane. And this is the Comic-Con of San Francisco. And it's the 25th year of WonderCon, in fact. Absolutely. For anyone who's not familiar with WonderCon, I, I mean, 25 years, it's a lot longer than I thought they had even been going for. It started over in Oakland, California. It got too big. And when Comic-Con took it over, they actually moved it over here to San Francisco to the Moscone Center. Which and is where we are here. The Moscone Center. You may recognize this place from other conventions. Yeah, Moscone is where Apple keynotes are, for example. A variety of trade shows throughout the year. There's always something going on at Moscone. But for three days, uh, at the beginning of, well, end of March, beginning of April, it is WonderCon. All the halls, Hall A, B, and C are all combined inside there. So you'll see a lot of folks, Klingons, uh, every once in a while a Boba Fett, uh, coming down and uh, heading into, I said that without seeing the Boba Fett, and then they showed up right behind. Although that Boba Fett Boba has the Fett. helmet on, doesn't look like the clone I remember. You can't go um, 10 feet without seeing a Boba Fett. Uh, we have an eight from, from Planet us, of the Apes. There's some uh, super friends. They're taking some pictures over on the other side of Mezzanine from us. Uh, Elvis Stormtrooper uh, enjoying a little bit of a limelight himself. And this is serious business for a lot of these folks. They're into costume play, what's called cosplay. And they, they dress up uh, for all of these different conventions because they like it. It's fun. It's fun to like make the costumes, make it work. Mm-hmm. Tom, I was asking you before uh, we went live, there are, it seems there are, there are uh, differing degrees of cosplay. There's like a, let's just be crazy because we have an excuse to dress up. And right. then there are the people who you can tell aren't really, this isn't like fun playtime. This is kind of serious. You get into character. It's not just about putting some crazy makeup on. Yeah, You'll, that's exactly right. And you'll see all examples. There's folks that have like a paper hat on. And they're like, hey, I'm a frog person from my favorite frog person <laughs> comic book. frogs wear paper hats, uh, And then you get a guy who's gone to the trouble of creating a second head with horns coming out of it and, and sewed a red and black cape yeah, and, and is wearing his heart, literally not on his sleeve, but in front of, of uh, his, lunch himself. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> There's always a little bit of that weirdness when you see like the Klingon sitting down eating a chicken sandwich. Or a gun pointed at someone else's face. Yeah, you know, Can they actually have to unnerving. register those guns. Uh, if you don't know what's if, going on. If you're worried about like, oh, people walking around with guns, that could lead to bad stuff. To carry a gun in the convention, you have to actually go check it in and have oh, it no signed off on that like this is an okay prop. To be I around. think that that's a responsible way to be. Look, brain age. <laughs> you can that's dress up as anything. That's a, that's actually one of the, the awesome things about these kind of cons is that you can you can do sort of whatever you want. So what do you say? Should we? Um, do you want to <laughs> do you want to talk to Black Swan first? Um, Could we if, talk to if, you if it's okay with her? So um, I don't know if you, you. This is Sarah Lane. Uh, hi. So. I don't want to uh, make the situation awkward, but I felt that I, ne- I needed to say something. Um, you may not know me, but um, Sarah Lane was, uh, was your body double in the movie really? Black Swan. I did not know that. Really? I'm, I appreciate your assistance. Well, 
See, this is the thank you. I guess I just had to ask. Yeah, that's yeah. all it she was. You appreciate it. I don't know it. why Entertainment Week you. is making such a big deal. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without you. I know. <laughs> I worked really hard. Um, but in all seriousness, this is beautiful. Did you make this? How, how did you put this all together? So I had the corset from a past costume. I actually had the feathers from a past costume. It's just a Victoria's Secret strapless bra that I decorated and a choo-choo from a ballet shop. So I guess I half made it. I collected it and then altered it slightly to make it work for the show. Uh, I, I assume this isn't your first WonderCon? It is not. This is actually my third, but I, uh, I moved out here about four years ago. I went to a local one in Minneapolis before that. So there are other WonderCons. This is, a, this, is the, this is the big WonderCon here in San Francisco, but there are little regional WonderCons. Right. It's not exactly a WonderCon. It was called uh, Convergence, but it's a sci-fi comic book convention. Same idea. All right. So uh, I love the outfits. You just you just got ready. Now, when you get ready for something, what happens? You hit the floor and start talking to other folks? Usually, I'll go down and I'll wander kind of in the booths. Um, there's some good photo ops around here, around the edges. Um, so, yeah, I just explore. It's fun. And I think about what I'm going to buy tomorrow because everything goes on sale tomorrow. So I will not be in costume tomorrow so that no one takes my photo, and I'll just walk the booths and buy everything on sale. Sip. All right, well, enjoy. Lovely outfit, and thank you for thanking me. I, as, as your body double, I, I, just want, I just want what's due to me. Uh, of course, and you should have it. All right, take care. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Finally, I feel History made. Yes, right you heard here. it here, Twit Army. <laughs> All right, so we're going to head up. Uh, it's probably not going to be as, nearly as interesting as you've seen so far. We're going to go up and around the corner, but then we're going to come down the escalators, head right into the hall. That's going to be interesting. Yes. So you're seeing the, the non-glamorous, how do we get there part of the show. <laughs> Coming up from the mezzanine. Now, it, it is a, it, sort of interesting around the corner. This is the entryway. This is where you register. This is where you get your badges, mm -hmm. uh, volunteer area. So if you were to come to, to WonderCon, this is, this is how you'd get into the show. And i got to have my, my badge out. If Why I'm aren't gonna, you wearing your badge? Uh, you know. You're too cool? It's in the, in the way. Uh-huh. All right. All right. We're going to get uh, get on the escalator here and go I down. I am always tempted uh, to go up to the security guards and ask them what they're dressed up as. <laughs> Why don't you? Because <laughs> they're security guards. The worst that's going to happen is they just don't laugh. Move along, sir. <laughs> this is, um, I can't stress enough how packed this hall is. Tom and I have walked the floor already just to kind of make sure that we knew what not to miss once we went live with you folks. So it's going to be a little crazy in there. Uh, if you're claustrophobic, be glad you're not us. <laughs> now back behind us are the rooms where they have the panels and the stars will come and talk. We're going to head straight into the hall, though. We're, we're going into the thick of it. Into the meat. Hold on to your of cosplay hats. And there's a lot of meat. So, so here's the big difference between Comic-Con and WonderCon right here. Uh, off to the right, a place to buy comics immediately when you walk into, into, the, uh, into the, the floor. Because no, you were saying at Comic-Con, which we will also be covering later in the year, that the actual comic buying area is very small. It's sort of been taken yeah. over by movies. It's and probably as big or bigger than the area here. Mm -hmm. Let's head this way. Let's go this uh, way. But, All right. But it's... Um, it feels like a much, well, it is a much smaller percentage of the floor space. Well, Comic-Con uh, is, sort is sort of, of like Comic-Con without Hollywood. 
Would you say Comic Con is kind of the CES of comic book? Yeah, it's so big. Absolutely, you and it keeps really getting bigger and bigger, and you can't. Yeah, it doesn't even fit in one convention and every center. Every year, people say, "I don't know, it's right. almost too big," but they and keep I, coming back. Uh, San Diego has worked really hard to keep them there because they want to move to a place that's bigger. San Diego has agreed to expand the convention center here in WonderCon. What's interesting is uh, you can see how crowded it is getting in here. They actually moved it from two halls in the Mexicone Convention Center into one hall and this that's, year. Uh, some folks, not everybody, but some folks have complained that it's too crowded because yeah. it's nice to have, be all in one place. I think right, that there's something to that. because nobody gets left out because nobody went over to the other hall. And there's not a cooler hall than the other. At the same time, you cram a lot of stuff in here. Tom, you know a little bit more about rare comics than I do. Uh, that's to say almost nothing. Well, <laughs> so, so we know where we, we stand. Uh, this, this booth here is uh, Rare Comics, uh, Marvel, Fiction House, uh, DC. Th- these are all names that are familiar to me. Sure. If I was to pick up, oh, I don't know, like the first Superman, just to start my collection, would I find something <laughs> like that here? No. You're not going to find the first Superman here. I know you want to start at the beginning. <laughs> I do. And that's admirable. It just seems like a good place. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Get get a good classic under my belt, and then I'll, I'll move up from there. Apparently, I would need millions and millions of dollars to do so. You would need several million dollars uh, to get Action Comics 1. Uh, you could find the first of the reboot Superman from a couple of years ago, maybe, and do something like that. Great. Well, I I don't know. Maybe I ought to rethink my strategy. You don't want to ask them if they have Super Action Comics one. I, I think they 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 would. I would say they'd laugh, but I don't think they'd even do that. They probably just ignore you. Shall we? Uh, yeah, shall we move, move along move and along. see what else there is to see? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let's make our way back to uh, the Game of Thrones booth. Uh, we did say this is sort of Comic Con without Hollywood, but HBO is here because the Game of Thrones series, based on George R. R. Martin's. Uh, Songs of Ice and Fire series kicks off April 17th. And so they're, they're here with a, a throne made of swords from the book, from the series. You may have seen uh, people have been tweeting out pictures where you can actually get your picture taken on the Game of Thrones. On the throne. It looks pretty cool. So actually, make our you, way back you uh, were not um, super uh, impressed by the throne. It looked a little cheap, I yeah? have to say. Yeah. yeah? No, I thought it's, Tough crowd. it's supposed to be like all the swords of the vanquished enemies melted down into a, a very uncomfortable place to sit. But it looked a little plastic. It just looked a little, yeah. a little comfy. Yeah. A little comfy for my taste. Uh, as we make our way back there, you're going to see tons of toy booths. You, uh, we weren't pe- kidding about the crowds. Now you see selling. what's going on here. We got an Angry Birds shirt, so it's not all it's not all comics. We've it's got also old apps. NES games. Old NES see, Collectible this, this uh, NES games. This is like being games. in. Uh, Akibara. 20 bucks for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. What were they back in the day? Um, <laughs> more expensive. Than you think? <laughs> I don't I remember. Like 30. Maybe, maybe $20. That's a bargain. I don't really remember. I do have my old uh, Nintendo system, though. Can't throw that thing out. So here, you want to ask them about uh, Action Comics 1? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Again, this is, like we said, the difference between this and Comic-Con, much more focus on comics. Right. Uh, it's not entirely 100% on comics, but it is, it is focused on that. For anyone and, course, who thinks, t-shirts. well, what's the main goal of WonderCon? It's, it's a lot of everything. I mean, there's a lot of stuff for sale. There's, you get T-shirts. You get old Nintendo games. You can obviously pick up comics, rare and, and otherwise. Um, 
I mean, we've got very affordable X-Men two bucks here. Jewelry. It is a little of everything. A shirt that says free hugs. Apparently they're available here. And Throckle, wait, Hackworth and, and Tickle, Tickle Bottom. Bottom. Uh, this is this is obviously a really great place place to, to buy your steampunk outfit. Love it. Uh, they Wonderful. do some custom work. They've got all of the all of the the steampunk stuff you would pins. want. Steampunk Yeah, those are beautiful. Hey there. Okay, uh, we're streaming live right now on this on uh, Twit Network, Twit.tv. So you got some uh, good steampunk stuff here. It looks like, yeah. Is he getting prepared? Right. Hello. How's it going? I'm Tom. Tom, nice to meet you. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Brayton. Brayton. And uh, what's the... I, I tried to pronounce the name of the booth, but I want to see if I got it right. Actually, the name of the booth is Legendary Costume Works. Yeah, I got it wrong. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, you're probably trying to, to, to pronounce the names of the sign, which is Hackworth and Ticklebottom. Okay. So I did a passable job. Ticklebottom. <laughs> it is nice to meet you, Ticklebottom. Nice to meet you, Hackworth. Uh, so, and, and what you're doing is st- some cool steampunk stuff. Most of the folks who watch us know what steampunk is, but for those who don't, kind of explain what's going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, steampunk is, is basically like a, uh, the simplest way I could say it is like a Victorian futuristic. So if you could imagine like uh, kind of a, a, an alternate world, if you will, where, you know, like say 19th century Victorian type of era, lots of steam power, but usually there's something added, something more, whether it's like, Kind of an, an some sort of an alien power or something that's that's uh, throws it more in it's kind of a futuristic manner. Um, the writings of Jules Verne, H.G. Wells, The Time Machine. Uh, the aesthetic is always you know lots of, of like earth tone brown leathers, um, top hats, bowlers, uh, goggles because the you know the goggles kind of signify the, the inventiveness and the adventure. You know, um, you're, you think about when they were inventing all the the steam powered. Um, uh, vehicles and you know you have to have your goggles to protect yourself. But Pretty, funny, right? Exactly, exactly. The funny thing with uh, steampunk is nobody actually wears the goggles on their face. They're kind of more. Oh, we'll so <laughs> see. This is I'm a noob, a steampunk noob. <laughs> but it looks cool. Well, I don't know. I'd... You look quite fetching, Matt. Thank you. I feel it. Oh, here you go. There we go. You need to. Uh, oh, okay. You, you I got it. So. Let's do. Show there me. Show go. me how to steampunk. There we go. So All you right. got the steampunk going, and then the goggles actually. All right. Go on the hat. Oh, this is neat. Ah, now we're talking. See? There now we you go. got it together. And it's Steampunk 101. What do you guys think? I'm into it. Tom? Right now you're dressed up. I've never felt better. You shouldn't. <laughs> uh, another fun thing with Steampunk is gadgets and weaponry and so forth. Cool. Like, you see, uh, you know, like here we have what we call one of our Steampunk boarding pistols. So it, it's it's kind of a, got that line of like the old uh, flintlock, old cap and ball guns, but with sort of a futuristic bent with scopes. And, and, of course, there's always all the artistry that the Victorian age is known for, scroll work and things of that nature. How, how long would it take to, to make something like this? Um, you know, it, it, it varies. I mean, uh, for an accomplished, I mean, you know, just for someone tinkering their first time, you know, uh, they might spend a week on it, you know, at nights uh, after working. But it's a passion project. It's their own. These are actually made by a good friend of ours uh, in New York, Bob uh, Yannaconi of Advanced Light Weaponry. He does incredible lightsaber-type weapons as well. And he's an accomplished artist. So, I mean, he can bang these things out, you know, pretty fast. Um, and is that, is that, it's all metal work there? Uh, yeah, this is all metal. And th- this is another one, the granite. This one isn't so much purely steampunk, and I know probably a lot of the viewers at home are going, I know what that is. That's Han Solo's gun, which this is not. 
Actually, Han Solo's gun. Because that would be a licensing problem. Exactly. This is our <laughs> smuggler's weapon. So, uh, and this is also all metal construction and hand-painted and weathered. And we actually do these ourselves here at Legendary Costume Works. <laughs> and, you know, it's a thing where, you know, we're putting these out. And so, you know, we might do a batch of them. And over a week, we might be able to get a half dozen together. So, but your average, you know, person kind of tinkering, making their own thing. It just depends, you know. It might take them a, a night or two uh, or a week after hours, you know. After and how much do these sell for? Um, let's see. Right around a... a uh, the price, Michael. Let's see. This one goes for two seventy-five on our website, which is actually it's a site where we do sell a lot of Star Wars inspired items called, uh, if I can say, uh, Lightspeed Imports, and that's hooked up with our Legendary Costume Works site. And this sells for two seventy-five, but for here at the show special, only twenty-five dollars off the show uh, off the website price. So that makes it two hundred and fifty for a special <laughs> at the show. And uh, this is this one also goes for about two fifty. Wow. Beautiful stuff. Oh, thank you so much. Really nice. Our, our big thing is custom leather, too. We do holsters and belts and gear. So, uh, you know, like what we call our ether sleeves, you know. Uh, a lot of the costuming, the base stuff is, you can even go to a thrift store and find shirts that will work for the Victorian thing. But, you know, to steampunk it up, the hat, the goggles, you know, some straps and leather pouches, and, and you're there. It's all about the accessories. Very cool. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much uh, for taking thank the time. Thank you. Great stuff. Uh, do you have a Lovely. website? What, what was you. the website again? Uh, the, uh, our website is legendarycostumeworks.com, uh, and then our Lightspeed Import store is linked from that site. We're also on Facebook, so we do stuff for TV and film as well. And on Facebook, we, we update that, uh, the Facebook page, Legendary Costume Works. Uh, we were on uh, Castle, ABC's Castle. They did a steampunk episode. In fact, a lot of the stuff we're selling in the booth at this con was rented for that show. So it's all a lot of it's movie props. Too. Did Nathan Fillion touch any of it? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, he actually, actually, um, he did. Um, he touched us, and it was good for us too. <laughs> uh, you are all too pretty to die in that picture. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's fantastic. We're just a bunch of big damn heroes around here. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Thanks so much for talking to us. Cheers. Yeah. Enjoy. Hey, nice to meet you. And thanks right. for dressing me. Now you got your costume idea. That's right. That's right. All right. We're back into the fray. Jeff, the try press. to keep up if you can. If you well, dare. he has a, an implement of destruction that he can use to That's his advantage true. to just threaten people out of his way. Well, he just he just moves left and and uh, how cool the is that steampunk stuff, especially that Han Solo like weapon? I mean, that I don't know if you, you know, can see it on the camera, but that was detailed metal work. That wasn't there was no plastic I in there, actually and it looked right. Thought it was going to retail for a lot more. Me too. I was thinking close to a thousand. I was I was five hundred. I wouldn't have flinched. I am for for somebody who's 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 interested in having a Han Solo inspired weapon. That was pretty pretty awesome. All, All right, right. Let's take so a. Uh, should we go Game of go, Thrones? Yeah, word? we're gonna go Game of Thrones. Uh, for anyone yeah. who missed uh, my tweet from earlier, I had to take a break uh, in the ladies' room. Tom, you already know the story. Oh yes. And who was in there? But Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Now. And this it really was, a, was her. It wasn't like a person dressed up as Elvira. It, I guess that space is uh, so after you. <laughs> uh, you can you can be in the show now. <laughs> space was so uh, so difficult to find that she had to use the public restroom, right? I'm not really sure what the deal is. I mean, she's here signing autographs. She's got a booth, and obviously Elvira's a friend to many. But yeah, she was just in the ladies' room at the mirror doing her makeup. 
And people kept saying, is it really you? And she kept saying, yeah, it's really yeah, me. Yeah, I'm trying to get my makeup on. Just trying to get ready. You know, uh, we, we got a Capcom it. booth uh, showing off Marvel versus Capcom. I guess, uh, is, is somebody playing that? They've got a, uh, a live demo? Uh, it doesn't... Yeah, I think people are just watching. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, some of, there some, they are. There are people playing probably, over there, and yeah. one of the games is being fed out to the, to the right. Maybe let's, uh, let's, let's see what's going on over here. Oh, there are a bunch of different games that people are playing. So another thing you can do at WonderCon, play video games. Well, thank goodness we finally found a place to play a video game, you know? Yeah. Well, you could play a real new lost video art. games. Games that uh, haven't been released yet. You can tell these people have played a game or two. Yeah. This is uh, Marvel versus Capcom Fate of Two Worlds coming in spring 2011. Love those retro arcade uh, consoles. All right, shall we Game of Thrones it? Let's do. Let's do it. We're moving. So there are pandas in front of us, though. Where? Are you a panda fan? Totally. That whole oh, booth pandas. is for you. Okay, let's. We're here, right? We gotta say. We, we gotta well say hi to the panda hey. folks. You know, on so a recent episode of iPad Today, Leo introduced me to Landa Panda. Oh, uh, yes. Very addictive game. Very addictive game. Now we're we're kind of on the side here, so we've got cute um, a panda uh, cleaning the toilet. Sure. Aww. You know, you don't see that every day. Another panda is taking a picture but of him. The toilet has to be cleaned. Well, who's going to clean it if it isn't the panda? We've got really neat sort of ninja panda artwork. God, I love this. I love that. That is so cute. Uh, proceeds going to uh, the relief effort in Japan. So what's not to like? Sorry about that. No Sarah problem. Sarah is awestruck. Hey, panda people. Hi. Uh, so um, what's the name of your company? PMBQ Studios. Yeah. And where are you based out of? San Jose. Cool. So you're local. Uh, is this your first WonderCon, or have you been here before? This is my seventh year, actually. Seventh year. Cool. And um, what's the what's the general? Is it just anything Panda goes, or is there a certain theme that we're going for here? Um, actually, I, I'm inspired by Japanese manga, so mm-hmm. I used to draw comics and with you know normal people along with bears and pandas, and uh, also done panda T-shirt designs. And then it's just the panda t-shirts have just been my niche. So, so this is all stuff that you you actually draw? Yes. It's beautiful stuff. You. So you started with comic books and then what? You just went to print, huh? On yep. t-shirts? Yeah, and these are all self-produced. This is great. Wow, seven years strong. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, this is really good stuff. Um, what, like you say, you take your, uh, your inspiration from manga, but is there a storyline that goes behind the pandas as well? Uh, so actually, a couple years ago, I started a comic called Unemployed Pandas. Uh, it's unemployedpandas.com. Nice. Uh, I have two characters who are very popular, uh, Ninja Panda and Samurai Panda. This is actually before Kung Fu Panda. Um, I also have my own Kung Fu Panda. Were you were a little upset when Kung Fu Panda came out? Slightly, but it helped with the panda awareness. Okay. So. so it was a trade-off. Yeah, so Unemployed Pandas was the story about Ninja Panda and Samurai Panda um, getting laid off and uh, finding their new reality. So uh, that that, that's that's awesome. been the story. Do you still have that story available? Yes, it's still online. Okay. Uh, Unemployedpandas.com. Okay, cool. So you guys check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. So what? Was it inspired by the story of a real panda? Well, yes, it was. <laughs> I was afraid of it. Yes. But <laughs> and how is that panda doing now? 
Um, the, so the two pandas are actually doing better. They're they're working again, oh, and that's good. they they I'm also have good. another new reality. So the story goes on. Good, good. The pandas are getting work again. Hopefully, they're using FreshBooks to uh, handle their invoicing. The, the <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, unemployedpandas.com, uh, is that also the place to find your, your T-shirts online as well, or is there another website? My main website is pmbq.com, um, and it links to my T-shirts and my comics. Okay. So that's kind of like the, the portal. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Beautiful Sarah artwork. kind of stopped in her tracks when yeah, she saw all of it. Yeah, I'm a panda, I'm a panda fan. I, I don't know how people can't like pandas, but uh, beautiful artwork, really unique. Uh, I love the toilet one. It's just, awesome. you know, it's quirky. It's funny. It's great. Uh, well, best of luck, oh, and um, I'll have to check out unemployedpandas.com. That sounds like that sounds like a storyline I'm interested in, having been unemployed once or twice myself. Right. And yes. a panda, <laughs> and obviously a panda. Yes. Yeah. All right. Have Thanks fun. Thanks a lot. Have Thank a good you. show. Of course, the so, ugly dolls. And that, who who that, doesn't like the ugly dolls? <laughs> Texilla set has ugly dolls of their own. Oh, For yeah, anybody who watches Texilla as well. But I was going to say, like that is one of the cool things coming to WonderCon. And you can find that at Comic-Con, but it's harder, where you, you get a small proprietor making something really cool. You can sit and talk to them. Right. Uh, it's just it, well, it's awesome. Her, her story, um, and I stupidly didn't get her name, is one, uh, she's, a, she's, a, she's an artist. Yeah. She's local. She's, she's very talented, and she's, she's uh, had some success selling her wares. And we'll see in the artist gallery on the other end of the, uh, of the conference hall that there are literally hundreds of artists here, uh, independent artists. You know, you'll see, there's Stanley will be signing here at some point, you know, but there are, there are tons of artists out here that are, are just getting started, and this is where you find your diamond in the rough or that thing that may never become hugely popular but speaks to you, you right. know, and it really is your thing. Now, for anybody who's an exhibitor here, obviously uh, the Panda booth, for example, is in a really good spot because you're near a lot of com- uh, big companies. You've got the HBO booth just down the way. She's not over with all the other independent artists. Right. Do I you think pay more, yeah, or is it because you've been here it's by, a number it's of by years? It's by type of thing. So if you see, we're in the toy area right I now. I see. There's all toys. Over there, you're near a lot of shirts yeah. and collectibles like that. I think it's because she had she had moved on from the from the story to selling uh, selling more T-shirt-oriented stuff. The Star Trek area? Wonderful. Wait, how old is that? It looks old. It's only $15. Can't be that old. Here's a classic communicator. Uh, it's uh, $60. I mean, this is good stuff. We've got a, 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 some Star Trek sound effects going on here. Uh, Joe Montana just going back for a pass like he does. Now, one thing uh, that just got signed recently was the ability to stream Star Trek on Netflix. CBS and Netflix came to an arrangement, so the old episodes of Star Trek can now uh, stream on Netflix. Now, Netflix uh, is... That's something that a lot of people might not... Sponsoring us. Well, not only are they sponsoring us, but they're also... They do a lot of TV series, and people, yeah. I think, associate Netflix with Glee movies as well. Yeah. Right, Twin Peaks. Now you can watch the series from the beginning on Netflix streaming. That is amazing. I mean, for anybody who hasn't watched uh, Twin Peaks in the past, I mean, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Even though I just bought the the gold package from Amazon, uh, but uh, but yeah, Netflix is yeah. 
it's it's movies, it's TV shows. You can still get the DVDs in the mail. They've not they've not gone to streaming exclusively. That's just another option. Yeah. And you can stream to your PC or uh, your Apple TV. Or you hook up a Roku box or, or a that. PS3, a Wii, an Xbox. If you already have those, you already have the ability to stream Netflix onto your TV right there. I mean, Netflix is they're really ahead of the pack because they make it so easy to use them. Anyway, the reason we're telling you this is they are a sponsor of our coverage of WonderCon, uh, and of course you can go to netflix.com slash twit if you sign up there we get credit for it and it helps us to bring you more coverage like this Absolutely. so if you're thinking about signing up for netflix even for just the streaming only plan check it out netflix.com slash twit and if you're not sure if netflix is right for you if you sign up now you get 30 days free so yeah. you can check it out take a month on sarah watch a bunch of movies she'll pay for get it for into all the you. twin peaks series if you like scary things that make you not sleep at night i recommend that show highly uh netflix is great we love them and we thank them for their sponsorship. Netflix.com slash twit. Okay. All right. Now, Onward. we keep getting um, we, we, we keep getting sucked into booths, but we're yeah. still walking towards Game of Thrones. Closer and closer we get. Also, Green Lantern booth over ah, here. Ah, yes. So there is a t- this is a This is the Hollywood ghetto over here in this corner. You know, right Tom, there. many of the movies that are on in our um, summer movie uh, draft are yes. represented here at uh, WonderCon. There is a panel going on right now for Priest. You have that movie. Priest is one of my movies. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what we're uh, talking about on... Um, a joint uh, episodes of Framerate and NSFW, two other prestigious shows on the Twit Network. Tom, myself, Brian Brushwood, and Justin Robert Young all participated in a summer movie draft, many of which are um, comic-themed. Yes, I got X-Men. I got Priest, um, Hangover 2. You also got that Bride movie. Uh, Bridesmaids, yes, which is going to be a hit. And I have Harry Potter, so hard to beat. Hard yeah. to beat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't bid up more on Harry Potter. Yeah, that was I don't either. But um, my, my, your last Green my Lantern, game. though? Is it Justin? I can't remember. But we've got a big Green Lantern booth I think here. it might be Justin, yes. Uh, and as you can see, there's a lot of DC stuff. I think this is also the DC booth. You see a lot of DC collectibles so here this, as well. So this Green Lantern booth, is it's it's more about the franchise in general. It's not, yes, this isn't it's just, not just for the movie, Green although Lantern. they've got a huge of you know, thing. Well, because that's their, that's their yeah. big thing coming out, right? So these are collectibles. Oh, this is MaddieCollector.com's booth. These are Maddie Collector figurines. Mm-hmm. Now I guess this would be available at Walmart, or I wouldn't say that. Yes, these are these are less. Uh, these aren't old like used collectibles, old things. These are new things that you can buy either here or in stores. Right. In fact, uh, yeah, Superman coming uh, Walmart. From the Universal Crime Syndicate, the uh, Universal Crime Syndicate Superman. The, uh, Summer the DC Universe booth seems like a nice place to just sort of sit and relax. It's almost like uh, yeah. VIP. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right. They've got the plush carpet. Here we and go. The leather chairs. Around the corner. All right. Game of Thrones. Jeff Stewart, take a look at the Throne of Swords. Now this and is. And tell the, me, this. that doesn't look like it was made by Mattel. Anybody who were uh, who uh, have maybe just joining us may not have heard Tom say that he thought the throne looked a little tinsy. You can't, the, th- th- the swords aren't even individual. That's, that's like pressed out of plastic. I don't think those are actually swords. Well, that's another I problem. think it's made of paper mache is what I think. So what's going on here is that you can sit on the, the Game of Thrones, of course. And rub make your a, beard. Ca- make kind of a cool face. 
and then they're actually printing out pictures that are actually well lit. I mean, when you look at it, you know, out of context, it looks a little silly. Like, ah, oh, you're gonna we're in front of a and weird I have panel to admit, and the some. The throne looks pretty good in the picture. It does look pretty it good in the well picture. Shows well on film. Now I don't know if it costs anything to get your picture uh, printed out, but uh, maybe we'll do that later. Yeah, well the lines going be around the corner fun. there, so we'll swing by that way. Yeah, we're not going to cut in line. That would be an abusive... You should totally cut in line. Do you know, know who I am? Yeah, right. I'm Natalie Portman's body double. <laughs> Let me cut in line. Winning friends. <laughs> Winning friends Oh, yeah, the line WonderCon. got longer since the oh, last time Oh, man, we, we should have done it when we had the chance we earlier. Now, what time did WonderCon open today? Because we're... This is... Uh, somewhat late in the day. Yeah. Uh, for it's anybody who wanted kicking. to hit it early yeah. in the morning, it, uh, the crowd certainly haven't subsided. No, I'm not sure what it was like first bigger. thing in the morning here, but should we uh, should we go talk to some people in line waiting for Game of Thrones? Sure. All right, let's do it. Why not? Hi. Hi there. I saw them pushing you towards us, so I thought we'd come over and say hello. So you're waiting in line to be on the throne? Yes. Now, first of all, who are you dressed as? Harley Quinn. Ah, yes. Very good. Yes. Uh, and tell folks why you're dressed as Harley Quinn. Uh, she's one of my favorite super villains. Uh, she's from Batman, the Joker's sidekick and girlfriend. Awesome. Now, how 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 long does it take to get into Harley Quinn? Some of this looks rubbery and tight. Uh, it took me about an hour to get everything on and situated, and then probably in a, about another twenty minutes to do hair and makeup. Hey, hour and twenty. That's that's dedication. Now, when you when you walk into WonderCon, do they give you any grief about holding these guns? They didn't. Uh, I think because they're pretty obviously fake. Um, they're spray painted and rubberized, so uh, they didn't give me any. They understand. Good. Yes. Now, are you also a George R. R. Martin fan? Yes. Okay. So you're excited about April 17th? Yes. What's uh, What's the favorite thing you like about the books? And I have first of all, have you read them all the way up? I haven't read them all. Okay. Which ones have you read? Um, actually, I was just a fan of the Batman cartoons as a kid, so that's what where I learned oh, Harley Quinn. Yes. Okay. And then Game of Thrones, uh, you've read those books? I have not yet. No, okay. So you're just going to be waiting for the, the series to come onto HBO. I don't want to lose your place in line, so come this. <laughs> All right, well, cool. Thank you so much for talking to us. It was really Wonderful nice to be Wonderful outfit. Enjoy your time at WonderCon, and thanks Thank for letting us talk to you. Thank you. Cheers. Wow, they're, they're, uh, the Game of Thrones is, uh, the ga- the throne is a popular item. Yeah, let's. Uh, Everyone likes their picture taken. So, uh, you want to take a uh, you want to take a look at the uh, the costume here. This is uh, whose costume is this? Oh, this is Ned Ned Stark. Uh, so he is the uh, in, in charge of Winterfell, uh, and he will come down. Not not a big spoiler, but a minor spoiler. He will come down from Winterfell uh, to work as the king's hand. And in Winterfell, it's cold. It's got winter in the name. He's got a so fox around So you need his a neck. dead fox around your neck to keep you warm. That looks real. Uh, I think it is. It might actually be. Like, but these are the costumes they're using. They're I don't going, think uh, that's fake, Tom. Whole, I think that's nine yards. actually a fox scarf jacket. Now, the shield, probably fake. The but she- also probably looks really good on camera. I don't know. I feel like that looks like a real brushed metal type of a thing going uh, on. No? Let's look behind. I'm thinking styrofoam. Yeah, you might be right. You it's might got real right. leather straps, though. Well, it looks good, and that's what matters. Also, um... This is Daenerys Targaryen's uh, beautiful. black gown. She is the exiled heir to the throne. 
making her way across the Dothroki Highlands mm-hmm. later in the series. As you can and tell, that's not much to be wearing in the Dothroki Highlands. I gotta say. And, well, she's she's kind of a badass, so she doesn't need to wear much. Uh, the face also, not a lot of not, emphasis on the face. Not her real face. <laughs> that's a stand-in. That's, a stand-in that's her face. body double. <laughs> All right, yeah, we've got uh, we've got to, we've got a couple more costumes in there, but uh, we've got more of the show floor to get to before we're we're out of here. Should yeah, we, that's true. Should we plow onwards. Toys, 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 and toys, more toys, toys, toys. So many toys. I mean, this is there's a toy for everybody. You got a dollar, you can buy yourself a Scarface in your pocket. Yeah, and, and he probably says you? things like, "I'm walking here." Who put this thing together? <laughs> things like that. Right. There's also a Reservoir Dogs one, too. And a Reservoir... Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to press any of those buttons. Oh, watch out, Monar. Minion. <laughs> He's got wings. A Hulk piggy bank. Everyone needs to save money. What and better way? you can smash it. Right. It would be hard to smash. It's very, very uh, thick uh, plastic. Spider-Man as well. Yeah, little little toys for the little ones. Mm. Nice and plushy. Little dark Spider-Man. Jeff, he has small children. They might enjoy a little Spider-Man toy. We have Pez. We've got Pez. All right, We've got on. Roger Chang. Oh, hey, look at that. Hey, look. Well, hold on. I just want to see. What do you think? Yeah? Jeff, what do you think? Is that... Uh, Dead ringer, right? The same? I'm not wearing my buns, but right. it's... Well, she means the hair ones. Right. There are other buns I can't take off. Yeah. Roger Chang, come Roger here. Roger Chang, come on over here. How How's the heck going? are you? Roger Chang from Revision fine. 3? Yes, Revision 3. Texilla at uh, texilla.com. Now, is Texilla uh, or Revision 3 covering the con, or are you just here on your I own? I am here on my own. I've been here since, uh, I think, 2000. <laughs> you Literally. haven't left the you floor. You mean you've been huh? coming every year yes, or you've been in year. the hall? Both. What time the hall open? Uh, I think the hall opened at, uh, I would say, 10. Is it surprise you how crowded it is? Yes, because in, very crowded. Because in, in previous years, there were sometimes multiple halls. We're all in one hall now today. No, it's always been, it's always been in one hall. They've tried. They've used the North Hall before. And uh, they also have tried using West Moscone. Mm-hmm. And I think they just like this area better because they have all the small rooms off to the side. Does it seem more crowded this year than it has in years past? Yes. Why do you think that is? Uh, because they're trying to drum up uh, more foot traffic in order to... But, guard. I mean, who's, who's they? I mean, people the come organizers. because they want to come, right? Well, the organizers, but people come because of the billing, like, you know, special guests, panels, and stuff like that. And uh, there's been such a big buzz with San Diego Comic-Con which is run by the same people who run WonderCon that, you know, they've been trying to drum up the same sort of uh, audience uh, or at least a number of people to come and watch because the more they can get that, the more they can uh, convince big studios and stuff to kind of have their, you know, stars come over and flog a new movie or or TV series. Speaking of stars, is there anybody, uh, I mean, when you think of WonderCon as sort of the three-day festival, is there any one panel or star that everyone thinks is the biggest draw this year? I think that was yesterday with Ryan Reynolds and the uh-huh, Green Lantern movie. Ryan Reynolds. Yes, there was uh, quite the crowd. In fact, I stood in line half an hour and didn't get in. You didn't get in? No. Oh, man, that sucks. Yes, it did. Also, Neil Gaiman uh, is here tomorrow. Neil Gaiman is here tomorrow. If you're into Doctor Who, he's uh, on a three-person panel. I think he's be, we'll be talking about the episode of Doctor Who he wrote this season. 
Awesome. All right, well, we're going to keep on trucking. If there's one thing we should see and, <laughs> yeah. you know, as we head that way, what, what, what do you think it should be on the show floor? Did you see the Game of Thrones Thrones? We yeah, just passed it. That's where we came. Uh, I'm going to get my picture on the throne later. Tom doesn't want to do it because he doesn't like fun things. I w- no, I hate fun. I would say uh, head out to the uh, autograph file. Yeah? I would definitely say that. That's you know, I know I you're a big Elvira fan of Cindy Morgan. Earlier. Yes, I am a big fan of Cindy Morgan. You Are have you? no idea who Cindy Morgan is. I do know who Cindy Morgan is. She's from Tron. Yes. yes. Your first Tron, yeah. That's right. Uh, you know, I, I, I know a thing or two about Tron, Roger. Just I love. You don't know who Cindy Morgan is. Roger, Roger's being modest. He actually knows quite a bit about all of this, more than he's letting on. He's, Tom says he's, he's the guy who knows what all the cosplay costumes are. Uh, not almost. But some of them can be obscure to the undiscerning eye. Yes. But, uh, you know, if you, if you have a hankering for pop culture and comics or sci-fi and fantasy, I mean, it's, it's a great place to spend a weekend. Before we let All you right. go, one, what's the difference between WonderCon and Comic-Con? Is it just that it's smaller in a different location, or is there something else that makes this unique? Uh, I, think, I think because it's smaller, things tend to be a lot more intimate, and you don't have the, you don't have the huge wall between the cele- you know, a lot of the celebrities that you do in San Diego. Like we, I just came out of a, a panel with Rain Wilson from The Office, who's uh, f- uh, flogging super, and... It was in a very, you know, very, very laid-back atmosphere. It didn't have the sense of publicists on either side of him trying to push, uh, the, you know, the movie or, or anything like that. And it's kind of cool because, you know, it's in San Diego because it's so high-profile that a lot of studios take a lot more of a hands-on approach, mm-hmm. which may be good or bad depending on, you know, what what side of the seat you're sitting on. It's like you could think of it as a smaller film festival. Yeah. It's just yeah. smaller in scale. It's a little more laid back. You have more access to people that you admire. Yeah. Cool. All right, Roger. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your uh, WonderCon experience. I'm sure we'll see you around. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go get intimate <laughs> with the <laughs> con. Right. Nothing feels more intimate than this, Tom. I don't I know about you, but it's a very intimate feel yeah, actually, to this big hall filled with it is, strangers. It is pretty, pretty intimate. Sometimes <laughs> unnecessarily so. Sometimes they're, yes, you say, hands down, sir. Hands at your sides. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> uh, the Nintendo 3DS is here, oddly enough. That was something you'd be more likely to see at E3. Well, but again, I think, you know, I think that out, goes so. to show you that people, as WonderCon continues to grow, and it's 25 years strong now, uh, companies feel like they should be represented. Yeah, and this is definitely a target market for them. Folks who are into to comics, folks who are into uh, movies, sci-fi, fantasy, uh, they, they want them buying their 3DS. It's a, another question whether they will right. or not. But, I mean, you just saw there was a kid with a Pokemon T-shirt on walking by, and the Nintendo representative was like, hey, Pokemon fan, want some stickers? Uh-huh. Get yeah. them while they're young. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems to fit in quite well here. And they got a lot of stations up. Obviously, every single one of them is uh, is taken, uh, but but folks are, are playing the the 3DS back here in this area. But that was the DS that we passed right there. This is where the the, the 3D action is now, happening. There appears to be some sort of a caveman fight going on Uh-oh. just up the way. Shall we check it out? Three. That's also in 3D. <laughs> yeah, this is actually this is true 3D, Tom. This so is maybe not somebody some in the chat room 3D. can identify. Uh, what they are enacting here. Uh, it, it, it's almost uh, a bit of a choreographed type of dance that's going on here. I 
think they're enjoying Grab him by the badge. Round of applause for these gentlemen. Yay. Well, that was neat. Good stuff. I don't know who won. <laughs> I think it was a draw. Yeah. I think it was a draw. Yeah. So, uh, hi, we're uh, streaming live on the internet. Can we talk to you? What, what, what just happened here? Well, that was a fight between a wild wolf and a wild man. Who won? Wild man on the left, wild wolf on the right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Well, I think it was up to a draw. I'll let the people at home decide. Uh, live on the internet. That's you at uh, Twit. Out a boy. Out a girl. So, my name is Rupert Rednegger. What, what, what are you guys enjoying so much about WonderCon? Well, we are here pretty much to bring everybody who can't be here uh, into WonderCon itself. And so we're kind of just absorbing the overall experience like everybody else. And we get to talk to interesting folks like you. Absolutely. I am, a, I am honored to be here and uh, be a part of this extravaganza. My mother would be proud. You know, back in the day, Camp Hokonda, we used to have talks around the campfire about WonderCon. So I had to go. How did you first hear about it? I first heard about it from my friend uh, Nigel Stainwick. And we were here last year when Kevin Smith's fat ass was around, and I asked everyone what was on the menu. Got to eat that and feed that big boy. <laughs> how, did, how did you fly out here? Uh, I flew in on a Griffin. Uh-huh. Uh, did you have to pay extra for a second seat? Tax is tough in the sky, so the parking is pretty, pretty intense up there. But uh, we, we managed. We're on the fifth floor uh, right above uh, Magic Carpet. Aladdin's down there. Sinbad. Wonderful. So, uh, uh, that's uh, pretty swank. Yeah, we're having a great time here, and I hope everyone is uh, having a great time with us back at home. We did. We we loved the fight. Um, uh, I'm glad that uh, no one was too badly injured. No one was injured in that. Uh, apparently, the Wolfman though uh, looks like he's bucking a sweat under there or something. I don't know. What's, what's going on? Now, you guys here yesterday for Ryan Reynolds? No, we missed Ryan. We heard that was the big thing. Now, let me ask you: Was he really tan? I, I didn't see him. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. It's kind of getting too much. I want a little pasty in my Green Hornet. Well, they can do a spray on paste. That would be a great idea. Yeah. I think so. If, a, if an actor is actually too tan, you could just kind of you you pale them up. Just take it down a notch. Yeah, yeah. pale me. <laughs> Pastier the better. Spray uh, pale. Spray pale. That's uh, for witches and Wiccan alike. All the goth kids go crazy over that. <laughs> Big test mark. Big test mark. I think, uh, I think it's just called playing uh, online games 27 hours a week. But, uh, a lot of people like to do that. Not it's bad. Yeah. You can always tell when someone has a little red mark on their elbow. You're like, oh, is that? Yeah. I know you. Huh? Yeah. Gold farmer. Stop stealing my characters. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was, thank it was you. a pleasure to meet you. Wonderful. And, you're, Wonderful and, and well fought. Well yes. fought. Good work. Uh, so do you think you won that? I couldn't say from a monstrous aspect. When it comes to monsters and humans, there can always be different results of a, of a fight. Never known wins. Sometimes the monsters may win. Sometimes the humans may win as well. Depending on, like, which creature is smarter, who is more brighter. One person makes a mistake, whether it's the monster or the human. Either one could be the victor of the battle. Other than that, I have to say from my aspect, I guess the fight was a draw. Well, everybody, both using skills, their brains, and their skills, trying to do whatever they can to be the victor of the fight. So you're saying it's a journey? Yeah, a good journey, yeah. Win or lose, doesn't matter for either one. Is the Wolfman, um... Warm under the fur. It's nice and warm. Sometimes if it's in a cold place, any time during any masquerade event, and inside of a building if it's cold, then yes, it could be warm. Keep it from getting the cold. But I don't think that monsters can get sick or catch any cold. So eventually, no monster is going to have to worry about having to catch a flu or any type of cold of sickness. It's the hostile environment theory. Yes. 
Yeah. Only the strong survive. Give us a, uh, if you could put your other face down and, uh, and, and say hello to the folks out there so they could see your true nature. He's a wolf. They don't talk because he's a wolf. No, a wolf can't so. talk. <laughs> they sniff mics. You might eat your mic. Yeah. He's in character now, Tom, so I think you should be careful, actually. Right. In fact, this might get weird. Um, watch the camera, Jeff. Watch, watch the camera. Talon marks. Talon marks. Bail out. All right. Bail out. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Wolfman. Look, wild man. <laughs> Do you, now, he said it was a draw. Do you think you won? Oh, I think I won it. Fair and square. You whooped his ass. Yeah. That's what I see. Pick a side. We're at war. I appreciate it. Definitely. Now, wild men usually wear sunglasses? Oh, uh, yes, he does. He does. He's pretty wild like that. Well, it's just, and at night? And at night. So you kind of Corey Hart it. Oh, yes, definitely. His future is bright. Yeah, it, it, bright. Bright future indeed. Are you going to stay wild? Oh, yes. Definitely stay wild. All right. Cheers, man. Have a good show. <laughs> All right. Stay wild. <laughs> it's actually on a website we're, right we're now. Live we're streaming, streaming right live. Twit.tv. Yeah. Uh, ask Lynn She's right got there. A card she, can, for you. she can give you. <laughs> I love that. I won't remember. Twit.tv. <laughs> Twit.tv. Look, I'm a it's wolf. Hard to remember. Hey, how's Hi. it going? How's it going? What's your name? Day at work. What's your Dave. name? Dave. Dave. We're streaming live. Yeah. I was hoping I wouldn't end up on the live stream. But oh, yeah. why you not? wouldn't end up? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't ready for TV today. No, you look or, great. <laughs> thank you. you do, do you think there's anyone um, who also watches Twit that might be watching you now? No, because most everyone that I know that would watch Twit is here now. I've seen them all around here today. Right. So, no, but they might see it later if it's up on later. could like belly slam and never even hurt yourself so what um what's what what why are you here at WonderCon? is there a certain draw or are you just kind of taking it all here in? i'm just kind of taking it all in <laughs> i'm here probably for the like you know like most people are just to check everything out and uh you know see what's of interest here have you bought anything oh i bought all kinds of stuff yeah what do you got, what do you got here tomorrow i'm gonna be like why the hell did i buy this stuff but um this is a star wars movie poster that I kind of always thought would be cool to have up in my home office. So the original uh, The movie, original Star Wars movie. A New yeah. Hope, as it was right. later dubbed. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So is it true that everything kind of goes on sale tomorrow, so tomorrow's the day to buy stuff? I don't know. I've never stayed three days here, so I don't really know. Normally I just come one day and check it out the first or second day. So So this is that you weren't here yesterday. This I is your day. not, because that, that's a <laughs> bummer. That's right. Today is my day. So, and is this your first WonderCon? I, something tells me it's not. No, it's not my first WonderCon. Um, I've come the past few years, two or three oh years. So this is like my third one. Is there any booth or area that Tom and I just can't miss? Um, well, actually, you know, the 3DS one kind of kind of surprised me because you know I never I've heard people talk about the 3DS and I wasn't that excited about it until I actually went and saw one. And they were actually quite impressive little things. I might get one. Even though my son over here, he wasn't much impressed by them. No. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to get one for me. Well, he plays Minecraft, though. He's, he's more serious than he 3DS. Yeah. He's way into his Minecraft. All right. Well, enjoy yourself. Have fun at WonderCon. All thanks right. for talking to us, and yeah. thanks for coming up and saying hello. Oh, nice no to meet problem. you, Dave. No yeah. Yeah. I was gonna, I've been listening to uh, I listened to you buzz out loud from like episode three, and oh, quit wow. from like episode thirty. I didn't even so listen to it that much. Those guys a long time. Huh? <laughs> I said I haven't even listened to it that much. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Not. Well, no, I stopped for a while because um, 
Well, it was just I had too many podcasts going on to keep up with everything. I there were a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I still really haven't gone out to back the bus out loud. But <laughs> um, well, uh, all the Leo Laporte stuff I've been listening to pretty much since he started started it. So. Well, we really appreciate your support. Thank you. Right, and thanks, enjoy Dave. yourself. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. We have Captain America and Phoenix right behind us. Oh my, us. they look fit. Yes, very <laughs> fit. Do you think those are real yeah. muscles? Uh, do you mind if we say hello? Hey guys. So how's it going? We obviously Good. recognize you. You're Phoenix and Captain America. Yes. Uh, but uh, do you have alternate identities you go under outside of uh, WonderCon? Oh, out- outside <laughs> in real life. That's, that's up to you. No, we're not forcing it. Yeah. it. yeah, yeah. We don't always walk around dressed like this. You know? <laughs> well, I, did, I didn't want to assume anything. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. what, what, made, what makes you uh, pick uh, Captain America? And tell us a little bit about what you've done to create your costume. Well, I've always liked Cap since he was a, since I was a kid, growing up with him and everything. So, with all the ultimate Captain America, World War II Captain America, movie Captain America, I wanted to do the classic Captain America, and I commissioned a friend in Australia to do this suit and everything, and he did the hood no as well. Okay. So, wow, it's really well done. It looks pro. Thanks, I like it. It's it's, it's been a long, a lot of months waiting for it. Yeah. So it was pretty good to have it. There. Yeah, now, did, did you commission you know. a friend in Australia for these also? Or? You know, that was a friend closer by. But, <laughs> okay. you know, hey, everybody, you know what? Some guys can do that and other guys can't. So it's yeah. just like, you know what? I slip into this and I represent a more heroic uh, ideal of a superhero. Now, what are the bulging muscles made of, if I might ask? Well, what made are your muscles? bulging muscles made out of? Jeez, what a question. Yeah, no kidding. We're talking about the costume. That's a oh, good answer. Oh, is that what you were talking about? One could have fooled me, you know. Um, it's foam. It's like an upholstery phone. Breathable? Uh, no. But you do what you can. Yeah, you know what this is. We look at this stuff like it's wearable art. Okay, so what we do for our hobby to represent the character, whether we're visiting children's hospitals or events like this, you know, we, we do what we can to make it through, to make it, to enjoy it. We have a camaraderie. We develop friendships with folks that we would not have otherwise for this hobby. And so, you know, it's all good. We have fun. You know what? We're geeks, and we enjoy it. And you know what? And it's a one. It's a good time. We laugh a lot. We have a good, a lot of fun. Awesome. All right. But now this costume, you look lovely. Thank you. Um, I, I don't think you have any foam that could even no. fit underneath. No, I don't. <laughs> so uh, this is how, how did what went into making your costume? Um, a lot of hours and swimsuit fabric, and starving for a couple days before you know feeling <laughs> comfortable to fit in the vanda- spandex in front of everybody. So you have to do like a boxing weigh-in. Like, yeah. will you be able to fit into the costume? Well, luckily it's pretty forgiving because it's really stretchy. So even though the seams may not be perfect, it doesn't show. But um, it's more like if I've eaten even anything during the day, it'll it'll show. So I pretty much starve at these Just like days. an outline yeah. of a chicken leg yeah. shows up like right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's performance art. So Yeah, yeah it's definitely worth it for the sacrifice. My feet are killing me. They yeah. hurt really bad, but ideal. Like you said, it's only worth it for a hobby. Yeah. Cool. And do, now, do you go to other cons as well besides WonderCon? Yeah. Mostly you... just comic book conventions. I'll be at Comic-Con this summer. So will we. Excellent, yeah. So we'll, we'll see, we'll you, see there. you there. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. guys. Thank you. Have Enjoy. a good show. Enjoy. Nice to meet you. Uh, speaking of steampunk. Oh, do you think that's steampunk? <laughs> you figured it out yet? <laughs> Tom, Cause... quit making fun of me. Hi. This, this is impressive. What's your name? Yeah. I'm Commander Whiskey Nick Triton of Her Majesty's Industry Service. Wonderful. And uh, are you enjoying yourself at uh, WonderCon? I certainly year? am. What have, you, uh, what have you seen here that's been particularly impressive or surprising? Yeah, the costuming is excellent this year. And uh, the attendance is by far the best I've seen. 
Now, some folks think it's uh, kind of packed and crowded in here, but you kind of like that? It's a bit crowded sometimes, but you just move to an area that's not so crowded. Where did you uh, did you find your collection that you're wearing today? I've been putting this together for about two years. I started with a costume jacket and added some piping and some epaulets to it. And each each year, it seems like I add something new: a leg brace, the arm brace. And eventually, there'll be nothing left of me. <laughs> I love it. Now do you know Hackworth and Ticklebottom? Oh, they they were the first steampunk folks we ran into when we came in. They do a bunch of custom stuff. I didn't know if maybe you may not know them uh, by their steampunks names. Ah, you probably you probably are acquainted with them in some some other nom de plume, perhaps. I like this. Yeah, what does that do? Yeah, what is this? Powers my leg brace, so I'm able to walk. Oh, okay, right. So that's your that is your uh, your power source. Yes. And you need the leg brace, some sort of injury, airship accident. Ah, yes. I've got a bad case of pneumonia. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I hear that's a killer if you don't yes, treat it. Yeah. Can be. And what about your weapon? Um, it looks pretty intricate. It's a boarding pistol. Operated by steam, of course. Infrared sighting. Yes. Wow, that is a beauty. Uh, where, where, where does... Uh, so, oh, so this is a custom. This is a custom. I wouldn't be able to pick uh, something like that up then. Unless you contacted me directly. I'll get your number after the stream ends. All right. Very own weapon. She doesn't need any weapons. Good to meet you. All right. Enjoy yourself. Have a great show. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, pardon us. Onward. So we should go down to the artist alley. We've been in a lot of the collector's area Let's for most that. of the show. Uh, but there's a lot of original artists. We mentioned them earlier in the show that set up booths here. And you see some really interesting folks uh, doing... You know, sometimes they're big artists. They, they have big sales. Other other times they're small operations, but they're all in the same area. Uh, of course, we should also thank Net- Netflix for helping to bring us, uh, allowing yeah. us to bring you the coverage of WonderCon. I mean, it couldn't be a better uh, fit because Netflix, you are able to rent so many of the movies that are represented here today. Yeah, you can get them DVDs. Everybody's familiar with that. But uh, not as many people are familiar with the fact that you can stream stuff online uh, to your PC or Mac or Mm -hmm. even to your television. If you've got an Xbox 360, a Nintendo Wii, or a Sony PS3, you've got the ability to stream Netflix. That's right. Uh, And and you you could just look around and point and probably hit something in this place that's inspired by a movie you could stream on Netflix. Like like that picture over there uh, reminds me of War of the Worlds. You can stream War of the Worlds totally. live on, on Netflix tonight if you have it. Uh, you just you just put it in the queue uh, and put it at the top of the queue, press play. We're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer right now on Netflix, even though we have the DVDs. Now, why did you decide to do that? The just DVDs be- are in the back bedroom. Uh-huh. We're so lazy. We're like, you know what? It's easier to just use the remote to pu- punch it up on Netflix than to go get the DVD and pull it out of the case. It's nice to have the DVD box set because we have the features and, and the special behind-the-scenes documentaries if we want to watch that. But if we just want to watch the episodes back through, it's actually much easier on Netflix to just clip from one to the other. Yeah, Netflix uh, gives you a lot of uh, choices. Streaming and DVDs... It's nice that they offer both. A lot of folks don't realize that you can you can stream. Uh, you know, I have a Sony Bravia that has Netflix capability built in. Yeah. I can just log into my Netflix account right from my TV and you stream a movie, yeah. and it works like a dream. Now, we should, uh, we should say the reason we're going on about Netflix, they are sponsoring, and you can get it for 30 days free if you don't already have it. Try it out. Try out the streaming plan. 30 days free, go to netflix.com slash twit. When you go to netflix.com slash twit, instead of going right to the, the regular page, it helps support, it helps 
to support our coverage of things like WonderCon, like CES, uh, like South by Southwest, all the things that are expensive to fly us all out. This isn't quite as expensive because it's in San Francisco. It's right in uh, our neck of the woods, but many yeah. uh, Comic-Con, for example, will not be because we all got to get ourselves down to San Diego. Because we, you know, on a Saturday, normally, probably, well, I might be here anyway. <laughs> I Eileen's here. Yeah. She's, she's having fun at all the panels. <laughs> exactly. So yes, Netflix.com slash twit is the way to enjoy Netflix. 30 days free. Movies, television shows, series. Something like Buffy is going to take you longer than a weekend to get through. That's for sure. Yeah. They've got Twin Peaks on Netflix. I keep talking about that because I'm just a big Twin Peaks fan. But definitely check I it out. Too, actually. Netflix is uh, it's my favorite my favorite service. I love did you, them. Did you see the, um, uh, there was an episode of one of those USA Network shows that uh, was an homage to Twin Peaks and they had a bunch of the people from no. Twin, Twin Peaks as guests. No. Yeah. What show I've got is it this? on my DVR. I'll try to figure no it out kidding. for you. Now see, this is the other thing you'll see at a place like WonderCon is uh, people in costumes will often be asked to stop and have their picture taken because people just think their costume's cool. Exactly. It's sort of like, do you think that uh, because the gentleman who just took the picture is not in costume, do you think that it's like a goal to get as many pictures you know, of folks in costume we were, and maybe put it up on a Flickr set? We were talking to Roger earlier. He does that every con he goes to. He tries to find the coolest costumes and collect pictures of those, and then he puts them up on Flickr. Now, is there some sort of uh, community that interacts with each other that is, they're just taking the pictures of the folks in costume? And they get to know each other in a whole different yeah, way. Yeah, maybe. That, that, that's quite possible. Why not? All right. Uh, All now right. we are in Artist Alley. We're in the place where uh, the independent artists come. And for example, the final issue of Hot Zombie Chicks, right when I find out it exists. Uh, and Hi it there. couldn't be a better time. Hi. We're, uh, we're streaming live. Is it okay if we uh, say hello and talk to you? Yes, hello. Hi. I'm Hi. Tom. Hi, Tom. I'm Mike. Mike, nice Mike. to meet you. Hi. I uh, was unfamiliar, sadly, disappointed. I was unfamiliar uh, with Hot Zombie Chicks until just now, but the final issue? It's the final issue of Hot Zombie Chicks, yes, and this is the cover. How did I miss it? I don't know, because I've, I've been at all the shows for the past five years, and um, yeah, you have my booth here. Um, Hot Zombie Chicks started in 2007, so I guess it's four years. But, now, um, what is it about Zombie Chicks that makes them particularly hot? I have a friend, actually, who has a lot of zombie tattoos and uh, would definitely consider herself a hot zombie chick. Okay. What What is it about the zombies that that make them special? Well, I, I mean, the zombie genre got really huge. You know, I started doing the book, like, right as it was on the rise. Um, you know, I don't I don't really know what it is. I was, I just, I liked the whole zombie thing, and I wanted to do a pinup book of some girl stuff. I wanted to do a zombie book at the same time, so I just threw it together kind of as a joke. Yeah. And it just and it worked. So I did, you know, I just kept running with the book. Wow. That's awesome. So what are you uh what are you going to move on to next? Do you have plans? Um my next stuff is uh I've been doing a lot of cover recreations of old like vintage movie posters and uh golden age comic books. Um so right now that's what I'm working on. And we were trying to explain to people cuz sort of the idea of what we're doing here is we stream this live so folks who can't make it to WonderCon get a little bit of a sample of what's going on. We've been through all this half of the show. We're just ending up in Artist Alley. But you've got all different kinds of artists here. What what kind what kind of stuff can people see when they come through here and and what brings you out over and over again? What do you get out of this? Well, I mean, there's so many different things. I mean, there's you know, obviously there's zombie chicks, there's uh, my buddy who does the mustache ride. Uh 
the next booth down is hip hop comic books um, and then so on and on but I think uh, what brings me out is just the, the way you get in touch with the fans and then I draw people as zombie characters and uh, you know it's like you could sit on the side of the street and get it as a regular cartoon or I'll do it as a zombie and I usually stay doing those like all day so and it's you're, fun and you're the artist, and I'm, the yeah I'm the artist creator writer yes 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 Mike, thanks a lot for uh, chatting with us. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thanks. Have Go a good Canada. show. Canada. <laughs> ah, Zombie the smallest chicks. Sith. Oh, look. <laughs> At least I think he's a Sith. He might. That might be brown. That might be, he, he might be a Emperor. Jedi. Might actually be the Emperor. Yeah, Emperor is quite short. A lot of people don't realize yes, that. Yes, yes. It's, yeah. uh, it's a little known fact. Emperor is about four feet tall. Now, again, you could see there's like more artists here than you could shake a stick at and if you have the time to walk through it's totally worth it because you will find something you like you'll find something that speaks to you that you've never heard of before that's really interesting and uh, I mean really the fun. artwork really spans you've got uh, sort of um, cartoonish almost seems like it's for kids type of uh, artwork and you have more risque type of uh, lots of parody graphics. stuff uh-huh. yeah there's a little something for everybody and I mean, I think that what the artists here have in common, most of all, is a lot of talent. There are certain styles that will appeal to folks and, and other styles that will appeal to others. But the people who are showing off their talent here are indeed very talented. I mean, it's really gorgeous. So uh, let's uh, take a swing back here and then we'll find the autograph alley. Oh, yes. And we'll finish up over there. Sounds with good. Cindy Morgan in the background. Oh, yes. All right. Did, don't you like how Roger was like, you don't know who Cindy Morgan is? <laughs> hey, Roger, I guess you didn't watch my Tron special. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. <laughs> That's okay. He's always trying to one up <laughs> you. I know. But you don't seem to think I understand steampunk either, so I get I'm no just respect. Kidding. I'm just no kidding respect, you. merit. Yeah. All right. We'd What's love your comic to interview book? you. Come on over. Hey, Hi we're, uh, we're streaming live right now uh, on the internet. I'm Tom. I love this. What is this? A Star Wars. This is basically how my dad says Star Wars. I love you, Dad. <laughs> A Star Wars. A Star Wars. That's awesome. Uh, where are you guys from? Twit? Uh, yes, yeah. we work this at twit.tv, so oh, nice. we do a lot of um, internet television about technology. Oh, all right. So we're just kind of here at WonderCon, absorbing it all, talking to the folks like you. What do you guys do? Uh, well, we basically, um, we're first timers at WonderCon. We have a comic book coming out. This is your like first time. You've never, been, you've never had a booth before. Never. We're cool. newbies. Nice. Um, basically, um, we're trying to promote the life of a nerd and talk a lot of smack about hipsters because they suck. Hipsters suck. So this is a, ooh, so this this is is a like nerd a hipster war thing. It is. I feel like uh, hipsters have tried to co-op our way of life, uh -huh. um, our dress, our mannerisms. And basically, we want to recapture this and um, reclaim our, our culture. Basically, our story is our ode to the nerdy way of life. Uh-huh. Uh, we have three characters. Uh, Memo Morales, he is an illegal immigrant living here uh, from Guatemala. Uh, we also have Malik Strong, who um, was on his way to uh, law school, but unfortunately uh, had to use his money to pay for his mom's medical expenses, and now he's really bitter. And we have Stan Green. A total misogynist um, who recently lost a lot of weight and basically is uh, making up for lost time, uh -huh. but doesn't realize that uh, by objectifying, objectifying women, he's uh, not only hurting uh, himself, but 
the ladies that he that, that he carouses with. Now, Pretty Jumbles in our chat room just says, hating on hipsters is so hipster. How do you respond? I respond that uh, you're a hipster, bro. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, that's usually how it goes. It's hipsters who say that they're not hipsters are usually the hipsters. And we see that all the time. We get into arguments with that all the time. Like, if people argue they're not a hipster, they're a hipster. But isn't that what you're doing? Well, yeah, we're hating on them because they're copying us. Basically, um, and one other thing is, like, like our main character, he's basically poor, but people think he's a hipster. But he's so, just actually but poor. But he's just actually poor. Like, he doesn't go to thrift shops to look for stuff. His stuff is just old. Yeah, people's like, oh, where'd you get those cool jeans? Like, cool jeans. Like, I've had these for 10 years. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so and that's kind of like... How, how the story goes. A lot of, there's going to be a lot of jokes like that. Hon- cool. Honestly, our main problem with hipsters isn't their look. It's, it's things associated with them, i.e. gentrification. Um, in San Francisco, especially the Mission District, uh, the culture, the traditional culture of Latinos um, is being systematically erased. Uh, both, uh, both Christian and I are Latinos, and we take that to heart. Um, we both like started in the mission. We still we both grew up a little bit in the mission, and then slowly a lot of folks started getting pushed out. And that's kind of still like Valencia Street is gone. It's all Twenty Fourth Street is gone. You know what I mean? It's the, I understand that people love the city and love to move here, but you have to understand that your actions have ramifications. And if you want to live in a trendy district like the Mission, you're kicking out families that that have lived there traditionally for a long, for a long, long time. time. When you go to thrift stores and you buy vintage clothes, you're taking away clothes from people that actually need it. Poor people. $5 jeans are not cool, guys. If you can afford $50 jeans, go buy them. You know what I mean? Leave that for people that need to, you know, need cheap clothing. So you're taking the story that you guys are living and then putting it into the book. We're, we're San Francisco natives, so we have... Well, Stan's more this guy. This guy. This guy's more Stan. I give Stan credit to him, so... I love you, Mom. Remember, he's a misogynist, not me. We're just a vehicle. You know what I mean? They just talk through us. Passionate stuff here at WonderCon. And, and, and we were t- we've been talking about this because we've been here for about an hour talking about all the different people that come. So I'm really glad you called us over here because it's an example of, like, we've talked to a guy from Canada who's pretty successful now, but he started his own business. And, of course, we've seen the D.C. booth and the huge stuff. And So it's really cool to see somebody that's like, this is how you start out, man. You've got printed out. You're handing these out. You're, like, drumming it up. By hand? Because we had a little issue with um, with um, printing it with, with the. I mean, my my, print, my computer is crap, so it could, I had to drop the resolution so badly. Where it also makes the comic look kind of bad, but it kind of works to us. Like, I mean, people can see that we're obviously just. Well, it's like out, what you were so. talking about, where people go into a thrift store and they buy something that's old and poor because they think it looks cool. And you're like, no, it's, I'm wearing this stuff because it's all I can afford. Yeah, no, you're like, is, you're getting the same effect here. It's like, no, yeah, my yeah. printer's just broken. But like, hey, no, if you my, like my it, that's busted. cool. Exactly. Like, my computer sucks. Like, donations to anyone who wants to buy us a computer. Like, we need your help. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, we're just first timers out here. Um, we don't want to uh, give the idea that we're just bashing on hipsters. Because basically what we really want to do is shine the light on stories of nerds that are true. A lot of times you, you hear... Uh, stories from Hollywood that are sugar-coated and they put on a thick veneer. Sometimes nerds win out and they get the girl, but a lot of times we don't. And I think it's fair to show those stories and, and let them have the light shined on them. If people want to find out more about what you're doing and they can't make it to WonderCon, where should they go? Uh, we have a website, uh, www.reluctantzero.com. We also have that a blog. just went up yesterday, so... 
Another ready. hiccup we had. You're ready for us. It's going, it's going slowly, but you know, hopefully we're gonna get more stuff up there. So hopefully we'll get more artwork up there. Don't everyone go at once. Space it out. Uh, we support, we promise good stories. It's stories by nerds, for nerds, about nerds. Well, best of luck, you Thanks guys. Thanks so much. Thanks it's great to talk to, to you. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. I'll call you over because everyone else. No, is, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Right. Right. Star Cheers. Wars. Have a good show. Bye. They were cool. Yeah, that was a, that was a great yeah, example really of what cool. we've been talking about, like, like you know, all the different think, levels I of I think people. of everyone we've talked to, they captured some, uh, you know, that kind of, we're here for the first time, we're excited about the future yes, spark. Yes, exactly. That, you know, I don't know if our hot zombie guy really had that, because he, he's like, yeah. I've done this before, right. this is my fifth He's not year. the super successful guy, but, but you know, he's, 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 he's doing okay. Block. Yeah, he's, yeah exactly. he's been here several times. So. Now, of course, this is the autograph alley right here. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll see not only Cindy Morgan giving someone a hug right there. Uh, she was in Tron, but also uh, Larry Thomas, the soup, Nazi, the soup Nazi, is here. Uh, Someday those guys will be on his level or beyond. I, I have to ask you, Tom, I'm a big Seinfeld fan. Anyone who doesn't know who the Soup Nazi is, it's a Seinfeld episode. But I don't know why he's at WonderCon. Does he seem out of place to you, or am I missing something? You know what it is with a lot of these folks is they, they know that uh, people who are interested in what they did are here, and this is their chance to reach out to the fans, maybe make a little money selling photos, selling autographs, something right. like that, do some PR work, stay relevant. Uh, and so this is where the actors who have to work hard for publicity go. Uh, they don't get the big checks necessarily right. that, that, you know, say uh, a Summer Glau or somebody gets. Do people pay for the autographs or are they it depends. free? It depends on the, depends uh, on on the, the artist. Some are free, some are paid. Some will give you an autograph for free, but they'll sell you a photo if you want to get a signed photo or something like that. It's They kind of all, all change it up. I think also this is a good place for... Um, for someone like Cindy Morgan, who knows that so many of her fans are going to be in one place, it just makes right. sense to be here. And with the because Tron Legacy movie coming out, out exactly. this is a good time to you know, kind of reemphasize what's going on. And uh, you know what? Honestly, so some of this is for publicity, some of this is for uh, for building up a fan base, uh, but some of it is because people just enjoy it. You know, they really like to to talk to the public and and talk to the folks who like them. All right, that's going to uh, wrap it up for us. Thanks, everybody, hopefully, for watching. Hopefully you got a pretty good sense of WonderCon. We obviously couldn't hit every booth, but, I, I mean, we'd be here for three days. No, we would be here as long as WonderCon absolutely is. forever. Hope this gives you a little bit of a taste. Kind of a dry run for us for Comic-Con as is, well. Yeah, we're going to be at Comic-Con yeah. in July. Yeah. So, so send us, you know, scared. if you're watching this and you're like, you know, I wish they would have done a little more of this or a little Let less of that, send that along. Uh, you can send it to TNT at twit.tv uh, or the iPad Today address. iPad Today at twit.tv. Uh, you know, just where, wherever. We'll read it and we'll take that into account when we do things like Comic Con and Dragon Con. Also, big thanks to Netflix for sponsoring us once again. 30 day free trial, netflix.com slash twit. And a big thanks to the Live View without which you couldn't have seen this live. Yay, Live View. That is how we're streaming it. It's, yes. a, it's an incredible backpack. Uh, and we Thanks for letting us try the live UHD. Absolutely. And, you know, WonderCon has been, I mean, boy, people watching galore. This yes. is a lot of fun. And if you, like, if you like the con coverage that we're going to start, we're going to try to start doing a lot more of this. Let us know because we will cover as much as you want us to cover. Yep, absolutely. Thanks, everybody, from WonderCon 2011. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Sarah Lane. See you later. Bye.